two. Oh shit. Welcome back to the Golf Blowing Podcast, episode number 205. I'm joined here with the other golf ballers. What's up, golf ballers? You always find a way to make the intro awkward. I had to pay a homage to my Uncle Todd. Golf baller Nick here. Homage? And and Sean wasn't even on that podcast episode. Yeah, it was a tough. He should have been there. That might be one of our best ever episodes. I don't even know who you said you were paying homage to. My Uncle Todd on the Uncle U.S. Todd. Open recap. Oh, well, I yeah, I did not listen to it. Mm-hmm. I will not at this we'll point. We'll have to clip it and send, send clips to you or something. Yeah. So yeah, we I don't even actually know if you, if you really have an Uncle Todd. He does. Well, I, have have a, yeah, I have an Uncle Todd. Yeah, Nick, Nick can, uh, I've met Uncle Todd. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uncle Todd's real as they come. Alrighty. Uncle Todd's might be the most slept on guest of our entire podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Todd. Like, if... actually, though, Sean. I'm not even yeah, listen to this. You is, should, this is you should be on an episode with Uncle T. You mm-hmm. learn about the game of golf. Like, Sean, if we ever, if Nick, Uncle T, and I ever pulled up to Chicago to do a live <laughs> podcast, like, you have to be there and you have to knock, like, seven, not a few back. You have to knock, like, a several back. Uncle on a Tom. Just say yes. Just say yes. Where you're coming from, Sean? Because like, the odds of this ever happening, yeah, ever, ever, ever. Of, of, you get the opportunity where it makes sense for every party involved. Well, no. Yeah, for you to be like, you know what, we're gonna do a podcast. For you and Uncle Todd to be in Chicago at the same time, be like, you know, what, let's go do a podcast. Um, and you're there too. Yeah, Florida boy. Yeah, so yeah. it's. I think it's working. But we'll make it work. Okay. Wow. We'll have to figure it well, out. I look forward to this one day potentially happening. Perfect. Perfect. If I'm not out of town, you know. Really Maybe I'm in Florida that week. Too often, so I, I think we might be good. <laughs> nah, I'm actually planning to go to Florida that week for sure. <laughs> You're going to visit Ryan that week. Yeah, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a live two man pod. <laughs> Well, hello, Golf Line Pod listeners. You guys are in for a, a doozy of a week relatively soon. I would nah, imagine. Ryan and I were going to break away, start our own thing. <laughs> you know. Well, it's podcast fiesta in that case. By that point, we'll probably have, you know, three to four times as many followers. It's fine. <laughs> I hate to disagree. At least a 4.8 in the App Store and ratings just rolling in every week. You know, I really do miss the ratings. Anyone listening to this podcast, just throw us a rating. Give us a one star and shit on me the whole time. Like I'll take I'll take anything I can get at this point. It's been way too long. To be yeah, I don't know if there's a positive or negative rating about you. Um, <laughs> I feel like there are actually, a lot about Nick. That's actually fair, and I'll take it. Because you know, the, the, the ones are early. Reviews. The ones are early about me. Okay, I haven't made any comments yeah. like that. Yeah, that no. Long. People people don't hate you as much as they used to. Yeah, <laughs> and my points were. I think you were ahead of your Valid. Time. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. you might have been ahead of your time, unfortunately. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just one of those things we all think you just can't say. Yeah. Well, okay, to provide context so this doesn't get – because that statement could be taken and just ran with. <laughs> we're talking yeah. about when Nick said shrink the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shrink the Which game Which isn't even available on, on – Anywhere, actually. Yeah. Anymore, I, just when you when you say we're like we're talking about something that we all think and you just don't want to say, 
It sounds so much worse. <laughs> Should we start it up with Nick getting just shit on in a, a podcast review? Yeah, I mean, well, I'll, the simple fact of it is, yes, I'm a proponent of shrinking the game of golf. Um, mm. Like, I'm I'm good. We've grown it. We've, we've done a really good job of getting the game of golf out there. Probably too much. We've um, proved we can do it. Yeah, now let's prove we can. Yeah, because I look at the prices for public golf nowadays, oh, and I'm ridiculous. just like, I'm like, this is kind of getting yeah. You can't play a decent public course in prime condition. Like I feel like in any area of the country, decent for you under fifty dollars. Nick, I was going to say for under a hundred. Yeah, maybe a hundred. What did we play uh, Cherry Hills for? What? Remember Cherry Hills in Indiana? That was not prime season. Oh, <laughs> we're talking about prime season. I see. Okay. Yeah, I'd say hundred bucks. I feel like, and yeah, peak season for sure, hundred. It's just ridiculous, like that golf. <laughs> even like the shitty courses are still charging like yeah, forty five dollars. Like, I feel like even our high school home course, Old Orchard, charging like near a hundred bucks now, and that place sucks. Public golf. This this is why we need to shrink the game. Um, it, I have it ready here. here who's who's going golfer. to who's going to some of these public courses and thinking, ah, oh, this is a great deal. I'll play here. <laughs> who's paying eighty dollars? From the people I've spoken to in Florida, it doesn't seem like it seems like everybody realizes they're getting gypped currently. And but there's just nothing else to do about it. Yeah, there there really is no alternative. It's like, are you could pay a hundred bucks to play this shitty course on a weekday at four p.m. or you could spend a hundred bucks to play an hour at Top Golf and hit twenty golf balls. Yeah, these these guys are just like, ah, it gets me out of the house long. That's fine. Like, yeah, right. It gets me away yeah, from the, the golf. Well, I don't I think have the review golf. here. It's from Sunny Golfer, and shout out Sunny Golfer because he actually gave us two stars, which wow. I'm a little surprised at. Listen to one episode. Oh wait, yeah, listen to one episode and thought it was fairly good until one guy started talking about shrinking the game instead of growing it. Just a little basic economics here: supply meets demand. Sean, can you confirm that? Does supply meet sure. demand? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, all right, we got a confirmation from a former economics guy. That's so. What happens when there are less golfers? I'll tell you, course closure equaling less greens, more expensive green fees, less golf brands, less golf innovation, and basically less golf. This guy was ranting in about how if less people played, he wouldn't have to wait to play around, and how some people, how some courses should only allow people with a five-handicap <laughs> to play. Although I agree slow play is a problem, this is the dumbest solution I've ever heard. My guess is that there aren't a lot of five-handicappers out there, so to keep a course in business the green fees would be in the thousands. Is that really what you want? Do you have a rebuttal? Can I can I respond first for him? For sure. Yeah. It was. It really sounds like this guy took everything you said very seriously. I mean, uh, you gotta you gotta recognize at some point most of it's satire. This is like four years ago, by the way. I know. And, like, there was no way it was a 100% like serious take. It wasn't a well-thought-out take. It's just Nick ranting. And this guy is, like, trying to bring supply and demand into it, talking about innovation within the golf industry. Like, come on. The thing about it is, like, um, 
everything he brought up, I was like, yeah, I really don't care. <laughs> I mean, that's... Well, we uh, were just complaining about Green's fees. And, so, you know, yeah. He, he has a point there. We yeah. did this podcast about four years ago that none of you guys can listen to anymore. And basically, it was Nick and I in my sophomore dorm standing. Nick and I were literally standing, and it was on my kitchen counter with the microphone there. And uh, we were just saying anything. Anything and everything, really. So... Yeah, we, it was. But I think if you, you if you made a course, maybe not five handicap or less, maybe ten or under. Um, that works for me. And made it a public course and made it like, if it was like just a decent track, I bet you could sell it out and you wouldn't have to charge a thousand dollars. People would want to play that because it'd be like, oh, have you played here? Played there yet? Oh, I mean, you must be a shitty golfer if you can't. You well, then sandbagging is just going to be a worse issue. Yeah. But you know what? Just that almost works in our favor. You can play a qualifier to play on that course. That would be... Gotta break 85 in this qualifier. I mean, I'm surprised there isn't a course that, like, only allows good players. Because, think about it. Like, why... You know what? Let's think about the system. NBA. You know, like, we don't let... I guess we do let some we people any, play theoretically play. anybody could go play let's basketball. let's create a system of golf courses that charge based on a golfer's skill so you like play a qualifier at the start of the year and the better you are the less you pay i i actually really that's, like that that's how you grow the game I, I don't right really first of all the bad that. players get to hit way more shots and it's bullshit they're getting more bang for their buck right now i don't like that and, you know, it's going to keep some of them away. The ones that really want to improve, they're going to have to pay for it. And, you know, what? Maybe it, maybe it incentivizes people to spend some of that money on lessons or driving Sean, honestly, balls instead. I love that take because me, as a former eight handicapper now, probably somewhere between 12 and 15, like, that would definitely incentivize me to go play more golf so I could get my handicap down to play this or low-key golf course. Yeah. I, I can't I like wait that. for the feedback on this. I like that a lot. <laughs> I, we're going to get another like, Sandy Golfer or whatever that guy's name is who's going to take this super literally and just start hitting me with the finances behind them. Imagine if they charged you per shot you hit on a golf course. That would be so frustrating. <laughs> like, you dunk one into the water. Not only do you lose your brand new pro V, you're like, fuck, that's an extra like eight bucks. <laughs> Shit. If Elon Musk owned golf courses, that would probably be the... I can't lie. I looked into uh, buying a golf course in Florida, and let me tell you, I was pretty uh, stupid, yeah. <laughs> Says Nick Sean. It's a pretty stupid idea. <laughs> How much? I was hoping to maybe find a golf course for like 100 bones and uh, just fix her up, take a loan out from the bank or something like that. But if... We're talking a couple million here, even for the shitters. <laughs> yeah, in, in in Florida, that would tend to make sense. No, Sean, I looked almost everywhere, unfortunately. I mean, you can certainly buy a shitty golf course for fairly cheap, but... Well, what's fairly cheap, though? Because I'm not talking millies. I'm talking, like, 100 bones. Yeah, now nah, a few hundred, few hundred grand, you could probably get it done. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, there's there's like a group of guys around our age that I've read news articles about that just did that. They like bought a golf course, oh, or nice. fixing it up, and yeah. Oh, we need to do that. Screw them. 
We could do it better. The golf ball and golf course. Golf ball and golf course sponsored by Golf Ball you know, and yeah, Jack would, Market. We'd be like, of all the golf social media accounts out there, we'd be like the only ones that own a golf course. <laughs> That, that that actually, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It you know, they they've cool. got their they've got their pro shops online, and some even have merch stores. But we'd have a golf course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Without a website too, so it'd be even well. That seems, that seems like a question. That seems like a super questionable strategy. Because then not on golf to, now. Still having. You know, maybe it's just a show up. Website. Maybe it's a show up kind of place. Like just no tea time. Just first come first. Every, like, there will be so many times on, on a plane where somebody will look, like, it'll be an older person, look at my wristband, and they'll be like, oh, it's golf ball. And I'll be like, oh, it's my golf company. And they'll be like, oh, how do I look at it? I'm like, well, that's where it gets tricky. Um, the, the, the irony in this is golf balling is a totally virtual brand. And you're like, let's, let's just website, scrap right? that. <laughs> but it, it should still, golf balling should still have a website. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right now you're saying? Well, or time, if, yeah. if it were a course? I think I like the idea of, you know, the long-term goal is for the golf balling course, um, or even the short-term goal. I think that is the perfect long-term. Let's buy displays. Yeah. <laughs> that would be, yeah. I could, I could redo die. that track. Um, redo the routing. I'm not quite sure how you would redo displays, but I guess that's neither here nor there. Get an intern for that. Yeah, you, don't, <laughs> you don't have too much space to work with. And obviously, everybody knows what we're talking about because they've watched the good good at displays. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I kind of forgot they were there. To be honest with you, but, like I, I don't want to talk about it, actually, because this is a technically live podcast, but like, it still pisses me off. <laughs> You know, we had a connect. I had a connect in Displains, Illinois, and he like refuses to see anything I send him. So, yeah, and you know, we've we've played that course, well, yeah, a million times. It's our course. We made videos there first. We did, yeah. You know, we really did, and we put it on. We put Chicago on the map. We were probably we some of the first people to put videos of that place on YouTube. Uh, yeah. And you can still watch them, and Nick and I watched them. I guess we didn't watch that video. Good. Good videos. Great videos. Um, But I like that our course would charge per shot or, you know, how good you play. I think we should also do with, like, the limited theme. Everyone loves limited drops. Maybe just do a limited amount of tee times, like, um, and only, like, 10. 10 tee times. 10 people can play. Well, <laughs> the limited thing's all about the resale value. <laughs> Are we going to create a secondhand market yes. for tea times? Just Might have people well. like booking them years in advance and just be like, yo, like nine, really nine fifty well, per spot. It's yours. When Nick and I were driving out of Nashville, in which Nick was too lame to go out. So, like, basically, quick story: Nick and I were traveling to a Carolina state, and uh, we booked a hotel in Nashville, and Nick was not ready to no, go that- out of Nashville. So, like. That's its whole whole thing boring in itself. No, that was on our way here and yeah. to Florida. No. Yes. You're right, yeah, you're right. So and we both got out to a hotel. We had to wake up early to drive. I'm so glad we didn't go out because I didn't want to wake up at like 8. It was a Wednesday, and I, don't know, I just wasn't feeling it. 
Imagine like getting a hotel in Nashville, like downtown Nashville, and then like not going out. I also just like don't like drinking. I don't know. Like, Maybe you I shouldn't like. get like a water or something. Yeah, but like I was gonna have to get out of my bed. I don't know. It was just we both. Yeah, it was a really you... lame night. It was. It was actually. Yeah. It might be the most boring night of my life. <laughs> just given everything that was available to us. So. <laughs> <laughs> How did we get here? Car. Huh? We got there by car. No, just how did we get on this little story here? Like, something about where did this explain. come from? Something about displays that not a single person is to understand. Oh my Unless god. Must have had to be a good fan. <laughs> okay. Um. That was baffling. But, you know, shout out to that one guy who I played with in GOAT, and he was like, I watch your YouTube videos, and he was like a 45, 50-year-old man, and I thought that was pretty cool. So, okay. shout out to him. Shout out him, yeah, sure. Yeah. Can't remember his name, unfortunately. Um, so do we want to get into the into the draft now? Jackson looks <laughs> deployed. <laughs> I already have my draft, but yeah, I know. Well, it's also a draft. You don't know what's gonna happen. So. I I feel like I I feel like I do. All right. So, for a little context here, we're gonna be doing we're gonna be doing a draft of our scramble team. You know, just assembling four golfers, four professional golfers. Well, I don't know. You, I guess you could go amateur if you really just, feel just four people. Yeah, four people. And their current golfing ability, just playing a scramble. Uh, we're gonna, we're, you know, we're just gonna be doing a little snake draft here. I guess we didn't really determine the drafting order. I'll go first, actually. All right, I'll go second because I, right. I arrived second. So I number one, I'll take Rory McIlroy. I wanted to steal Rory from you. Yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> um. And why Rory? Tell us why. I, I don't think I – I mean, well, he won a golf tournament about two weeks ago, so I actually don't think I need to really – and all of his majors, I don't think I really need to explain it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's number one in the world. It's fair pick. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with John Rahm. I, uh, I just, you know, maybe he didn't have the greatest season last year compared to what he's been doing, yeah. but – I just feel like he's a raw talent. We need him. Um, is this a snake draft? Do I yeah. get two picks? This is yeah. a snake draft. Um, I'm just going to go with Cameron Smith. Uh, off the jump, and then JT. Uh, Let's go. You know, I, I just, you know, I, probably to the best golfers in the world on a consistent jt's just been cons he's a consistent dog mm, okay. yeah I, I i wanted jt you know great ball striking there mm -hmm. um sticking with ball striking i'm gonna go for uh for will zell torres mm, but you do know? you really want him right now do you really want him right now because you do have to think his back he hasn't hit golf ball he's not hitting golf balls till december yeah i mean but in his current non-injured, healthy Will Zalatoris. Okay. You know, I'm not worried about the putting in a in a four-person scramble with uh, four professional golfers. 
That, that's I, one I wanted to take. I, especially, I especially outside of a few feet, he's not bad. So it's really just the short ones that he struggles with. That's not an issue here. So I think that ball striking is too valuable. Interesting. Feeling pretty good about my picks. All right, let's hear it. All right, well, so for my second scramble guy, I'm going to go myself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Obviously. You could have at least taken that fourth round. I'm going to go myself and Rory. And uh, number three, I'm actually going to give to Mr. O'Grady. Mr. O'Grady? What? No, you. I meant meant you. (laughs) Not your dad. I thought you meant my dad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alright, well Jackson took this seriously That's great <laughs> Is Nick going to be your last pick Or should somebody take him now I guess we'll see <laughs> Maybe He should be left off the board <laughs> um, Shoot, well that just that just baffled me um, Alright, you know I'm, I'm going to I'm, I'm going more cow here <laughs> Stick with the Stick with the ball striking theme Good pick <laughs> If we just hit everything to six inches, it's not it's not an issue. Like mm-hmm. we'll we'll make those pots. Okay. All right. Um, Don't take so one get, of my golfers here. I get two here, so um, you know I just want to make sure that we're making every putt, um, and I want to make sure that we're hitting the ball far. So I already have Cameron Smith on my team. Um, let's get another Cameron and Cameron Young. Um, so I don't think I need to worry about driving distance, really. Um, can't be redrafted, my bad. Um, God, I you know what? <laughs> I feel like he's going Bryson. You know, I I thought about that, um, and I I thought about Bryson, but. Currently, I just don't know where that golf ball is going to go sometimes, which is you need that speed in a scramble. Uh, But I'm going to go with with my gut here, and I'm going to go with Scotty Shuffler. Uh, I wanted to go Jordan Spieth as well, but I just realized Scotty Shuffler is still on the board because Jackson has blatantly just... Decided to toy around with this idea. Both your teams suck. So I'll let the record show that. Um, Hey, Nick. Maybe instead of his wife, maybe he can cry on your shoulder before you guys play in this hypothetical scramble. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah, We're not playing. That'd be great shoulder to cry on. We're not playing. We're just drafting teams. We're just drafting teams. (laughs) But I guess you have to play, so good luck. Maybe a shoulder to cry on. Yeah, I mean, you're playing. You drafted yourself. I am playing. I'm ready. When's the last time you broke in par in a scramble, Jackson? I I probably never. Apparently apparently I'm on your team in this hypothetical (laughs) scramble. (laughs) I don't think you considered we're playing my team. I'm trying to throw it for you. You better start hitting the sim, buddy. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I'm I'm throwing it regardless. (laughs) I want my team to win. Sean, give us give us your pick. God, I can't believe Scotty Scheffler fell this far. I was I just didn't want him. I was thinking if I could snag him with the fourth, I'll I'll take it. But that's that's unfortunate. I, you know, it is also crazy that in a scramble draft, Bryson hasn't been picked. But I just don't feel like he's going to be a good team morale guy for me. 
And, you know, I've already got some of the best ball strikers in the world. I need morale. Mm. Bryson's distance, it would, it would be nice, but... So you're going Pat Perez. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, I'm, I, I, I'm taking Spieth. <laughs> oh, wow. I feel, like, I feel like he's a well-liked guy, you know. Another geek. Cool. <laughs> I didn't pick who I was picking. Who's that? Well, so I was going to play a joke and do Bryson's girlfriend because she's probably better um, and she follows me. But I'm going to throw in Ryan Lipson, obviously. I can't believe he <laughs> fell this far. <laughs> so. I'm so actually like, pretty convinced just... that a scramble of me, Sean... Ryan Lipson and Roy McIlroy. I'm like, I have a hard time believing somebody's going to beat us. To be honest with you, keep in mind, Sean. So, Ryan Lipson's never lost in a competitive match to Nick Bavaro. I mean, sure, professional. That's fair, but but Nick's also not playing. But he's still a future professional golfer, former um, D1 he's golfer. Never beat me straight up. I. Yeah. I can... That's it. Are we playing this straight up? Am I confused? Maybe oh I'm lost God. on the rules. Are we, or is this a scramble straight up? Or you just come close? Oh, like, but... okay, yeah, I forgot it wasn't straight up. So I'm gonna take Ryan Wilson, Yeah. <laughs> so your team's just the golf balling podcast plus Rory. Yeah. Yeah. Well, minus yeah, Nick. No, so Nick, I like that. No, was a great we, joke. we replaced yeah. Nick. He's, yeah, he's back. Just as a guest this yeah. episode, it's fine. Yeah. I guess Ryan couldn't be here. It's a little late for Ryan. It's like 10 o'clock there. <laughs> it's well, 10 o'clock for Nick. <laughs> you know, I'm really just, I'm grinding out here. You know, and one day, you know, the next time we play, Jackson, I hope I beat you by 25. I, I hope I beat you like, by 30. Honestly, the next time we play golf, I might beat you because we're on camera. Okay. Yeah. If you can swing a golf club. I don't need my whole body. I saw. I wa- I was watching Ryan at Top Golf the last couple of weeks. He doesn't follow through with his right toe, so I don't think it's necessary. What is, what is he? An eight handicap? He solidly shot yeah. seventy four today. Yeah, but he is like an eight, right? Yeah, I. You know what? I he's a vanity eight. eight. He's, in my opinion, I think he's closer to like a five six. Wow. I think he's well, like. Then that wouldn't be a vanity. I'm sorry, Ryan, but I disagree. No, a vanity is the other way. Oh my bot, my bad I'm, guys. Maybe we he's a sandbagger. Yeah, I'm pretty positive one v one. I could take down Ryan Lipson with like a couple. Strokes. Regardless, I'll give him I, a couple strokes. I just kind of just say it. couple strokes. I'll you give him. Give him... Yeah, I'll give him a couple strokes. Ryan, if you're listening right now, I'll give you a couple strokes one v one. I just love that you. We're just looking at another amateur golfer's swing and thought, yeah, I can, I can kind of replicate that. <laughs> he just meant the toe part, but I know. But yeah, like, he's just, just like this. Got you know, me. he's like, if it works for him, it, it should work for me. Well, I, well, like he pulls up to the top golf league every week in freaking flip flops, and he doesn't use his t- his right toe, and I've got a right toe injury, so I'm like. Well, shit, I think we got something here. He's never lost to Nick, I think. Yeah, but there, there are just so many things, you know, connected in the swing and just I'll adjust. not everything works for the same just, people I'll the adjust. same way. Talking, yeah, all right. I'm sure you'll figure it out. You're, you're actually, actually, your back foot action has always been so wacky. You, like, fold your foot. It's the oddest it's like, thing. It's, like, pretty aggressive, would you say? You, like, yeah. 
yeah, you like curl your toes and it, yeah, it's, it's like just, I feel it's like it's, if you were looking at my if you were dissecting my swing, I feel like you could pretty easily point that out. Like you almost finish on like the top of your foot because you like, no definitely your shoe your shoe like definitely. folds in half. It's the weirdest. Yeah, thing I would I've say one hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know how you even do that. <laughs> like I guess science. it boils down to I'm not quite sure how the golf swing should be swung technically, but not my concern i guess yeah when you start to think about the golf swing that's when you really fuck up i really think that out of the four players each of us took i'm like pretty positive like my team would win Uh yeah for sure yeah i'd agree by at least obviously i have the i have the number one golfer in the world i have myself so i can trust on myself i have lips in so we have a consistent just keep it in play guy Maybe make a putt or two, and then we have Sean. And Sean might like to me. Sean's the X factor. Kind of depends on what Sean we get, but I'm hoping we have like senior year or Sean. But senior year high year school. Sean, senior year. Yeah, no, senior year high school. I'm, going, high school. I'm going high school. <laughs> God, I sucked. I That's wish so senior year high school Sean. Yeah, if you had senior year high school Sean on your scramble team. Um. One thousand percent. I mean, if you get me, if you get me, if you got senior year me, right before my injury, like when I was grinding every day, mm. my ball striking was pretty pure, just right there. I'll take that, and I'll also combine. But if it you're with... taking fall fall season me, I'm fucked. <laughs> well, wait, Sean. What if I introduce this team rule? The team rule for my team is at least three beers aside. So I'm not quite sure about Rory. I know Ryan's fine. I know I'm fine. I'm pretty positive you're fine. Yeah, so I can do three beers. Aside. Yeah, I'm not quite sure about Rory, but I think he'd be fine because he's from Northern He's an Irishman. Ireland. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's just gonna make sure they're Guinnesses. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, and you know what? If, yeah, if if our teams have to drink three beers aside, I don't know if they hold up. Maybe yeah, you, you know, maybe you got the best chance in a in an event where every birdie you have to like take a shot. I, you know that actually sounds. <laughs> we have in total three Irishmen. I'm not quite sure of Ryan's lineage, but we have at least three Irishmen on our team. So, if this were a drinking scramble game, I actually think pretty easily we'd win because Nick yeah, I mean, Scotty so Scotty Scheffler can't drink. Cam There's Smith's, no way Cam Smith's a real concern. No. I feel like he could put down some beers. Cam Young too. Yeah. Definitely. Um, my my team's my team's but it, really but it, soft. But it takes you out of the equation. JT's drinking some prop. He'll probably get one or two beers and then some high noons. Well, no, yeah. that's not that's not what you have to. Do. Oh, I guess I that's mean, my team rule. It, maybe if I introduce like the three beers, regardless of your team rule, I actually kind of feel like Justin Thomas would drink a lot, but then his golf game wouldn't hold up. I don't know if you guys disagree or agree I, with I that, think but. I think JT and Spieth have played a lot of drunk golf in their life. You know, I actually feel a lot better with Spieth drinking while I play against him, and I feel pretty good about JT, although he is a Bama boy. 
But yeah, there's I don't no know way if, Speed could pound six beers. And, I don't know if I see Morikawa as the guy that's going to pound beers. That that's a concern. So. I, 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 you know what? I, I saw a report today out from Colin Morikawa saying that his body's not like he used to drink a lot in college and he can't drink oh, really? the way. So you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Zalatoris is going to be a problem. It is going to be a problem. He just looks like he'd be a liability when he's drinking. John Rahm, I feel like he could put down some drinks. He he's a big dude. He could definitely take down some beers. Just the metabolism, you know. Will's just going to be, you know. Yeah, I, you know, two drinks, two drinks. Will's probably on the floor. So if this was a booze contest, then say you had to everybody, every opposing player had to take a shot after each. Birdie. You'd still lose. Your team would still lose by may, a significant margin. We may I'm lose in sure golf. I'm getting at least a 66 from Rory on a municipal golf course. Yeah, but then you'll get a six. uh... Oh, are you shooting 66? I'm not playing. I'm not playing. Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah, he's bartending. That actually kind of poses an issue. Yes, that's been established multiple times. I don't think Zally, I don't think Spieth, especially if they pull up in empty stomachs, I'm not quite sure they could. Knock him back like us Irishmen. I don't know. You got to assume. And once Zal- again, you got to assume Zalatoris is trying to tack on some weight. He's probably eating a lot of calories. Yeah, but is he drinking the calories? Like once again, no, I but don't want to. I'm saying he's not. He... He's not showing up on an empty stomach. What if it's early in the morning? I I feel like he's probably out. What if we did a six a.m. tee off where McMuffins aren't even. In play I'm here. Still assuming that every professional, first of all, most of these guys have like cooks or something, <laughs> and I'm still assuming that, you know, every professional golfer is going to eat before a round of golf. But a shot of birdie, they eat constantly on the course. A shot of birdie, I have the Irishman. I'm pretty like I'm I have three think Irishman on my team. How many think... how many birdies do you think you make before <laughs> before these guys just start purposely missing, <laughs> being like uh, it's not worth it. You know what's weird is I was going to say some of my best rounds of golf are when I don't eat breakfast. Okay. Breakfast is pretty overrated. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of science about why you should eat pretty constantly on the golf course. but mm. you know, that's, yeah, I know. that's my hit right there for sure. Yeah, I know. I know, I, I know brain is fuel, but I just look back and I'm like, yeah, some of the times I've played really good golf, I just was like, Maybe you should do like a seven-day fast and just play a lot of golf and see what happens. You know what I think happens is when I, I when my brain starts to go lightheaded, I don't have to think about my golf swing as much. So when I haven't ate in a while, I start to get a little lightheaded. Then I'm focused on the lightheadedness, not my golf swing. God, are you, you have fucked so up. many deep-rooted golf issues that just like aggravate me, but I'll save them for a different episode. Um, Your mind is such a disaster, dude. It is. I have so many fixes for you, but I'll I'll hold them for the after-hours golf one pod. So, well, I'm gonna be honest. I don't have much else to talk about. Live golf after was Jackson, fucking dope. After Jackson turned um, this draft into a fucking joke. No, dude, I'm serious. And live golf, by the way, was awesome. I enjoyed every shot I saw, and it was. And how many did you watch? Everybody who disagrees, I watched zero minutes, and everybody who disagrees is 
stupid and a PGA Tour pro and they're getting paid probably from them to promote the tour. Because we all know the tour does stuff like that. And um, I think Live Golf's business plan is perfect and I have no issues with it. And I think it was a very successful way to end the season. Nice. You sound like 75% of Twitter responses on yeah, golf right. tweets right now. Yeah. Um, big fan. Um, Let me throw in then if you don't like live golf, you're bleep, bleep, bleep. You're, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, um, I guess by the time we film the next podcast, um, Jackson, score predictions for, like, where do you think you'll be if we count every stroke? And what are you shooting? On Monday. No, no, I'm just yeah, asking. Yeah, I'm saying, what are you shooting? Uh, over, under, for me, 75. I'll probably shoot around 74. <laughs> There's no way Nick beats me on Monday. There's no way. Okay, do you want to put a wager on it? Yeah, we'll do a month's rent. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's that's one of those bets with Jackson you'll never see the money for. Yeah, we'll do a month's bet. No Even strokes. if it were serious, you're not getting it. Well, you know what's actually funny? I'm up $350 at, on this kid at the Glen Club um, who would just do putting con. He works there. Um, and he's he's moving down to Florida, actually. Not our side, the other side, um, in December. And I was just – I know I'm never going to get that money. But it just kept getting, like, I was just giving him chances to get, we'd play for $100, a putt, a putt, and I'd use a three iron or, like, a wedge. Um, you also have uh, that guy from Florida. Uh, yeah. TM's buddy, you've got a big T- payday. TV, 3,300, yeah. yeah. That got fast. So it seems, it seems like you're in line for, for a couple of nice bones here. Yeah, one day. <laughs> yeah. One day. But yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully your toe's better. If not, um, I'll get you. I'll cut it out myself. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, so basically, just to pre-record a comment from when we record next Tuesday. Nick's gonna be missing our playoff golf league that he committed to a couple of months ago and's only showed up one time. So, well, there was a hurricane. A there was a hurricane. Did that. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I'm pretty sure I've been there three or four times. Um, the only, I only missed one actual time, and then the other times were hurricanes. Okay. Well, once again, I've been there three or four times, so I also was affected by the hurricane. So been there three times. You, you know, we'll see. Um, it's a classic but, move right there, going three times and be like, ah, three to four. You know, <laughs> I, you know, I've been there four times at least, and I've just got to say, this new generation, they don't really hold up commitments, so. He went there once with me and then two times without me. I've, I've been there three times without you, for sure. Because I met, it was the day you skipped and then two times post-hurricane. So, okay. I've been there four times and I'm a huge reason for why we're uh, this, the two seed heading into the playoffs. And I look forward to winning my trophy. So, I'm proud of you. Because we've got a new 
we replaced you with that other kid who's from New York, and he seems like a really good guy. Great. I won't show up on Monday. Fuck yeah. No, I won't. You're not showing up on Monday anyways because you you have a prior commitment. Do you think that he'd be good on the podcast? I actually okay. think he'd be perfect on the podcast. Okay. He's one of Ryan's friends, so I think yeah. So maybe we, we have, just maybe we just expand. I think cut, we have potential to, to get add Ryan a four person and podcast here. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I see no downside. I don't yeah. So if you'd like us to cut Nick, let, Nick, let us know. Get a comment. This would be so ruthless if we were being serious. Just like yeah, if, if you think Nick should lose his job like just dm us we'll do it it's fine it's whatever just do it it's good yeah so episode 205 hit the like or uh leave subscribe a yeah subscribe good call subscribe. or follow yeah just do whatever you want do what you do believe a review yeah you can because it's getting want. weird at this point it, it yeah. is it's yeah but yeah cheers ciao yep